All right. If I could get everybody to take their seat. I always spend those couple minutes of the meet and greet walking around, obviously meeting and greeting, but you guys are the best meeters and greeters this side of the Mississippi. I've heard on the other side they're better, but over here, you guys are top notch. Uh, we have a few announcements before we get started. June 25th, okay, I'm going to just give you guys this up front. Pay attention to both June 25th and the 26th. We've got a ton of stuff going on on those two days, so next weekend is a busy one. June 25th, we have the men's breakfast at 8 a.m. at the Black Bear Diner in Sparks. If you have any questions, you can contact Ron Sherwood. Also on June 25th, we have our youth car wash fundraiser. Woo! It will be 10 a.m. in the home church parking lot. It's going to be used to help uh, raise money for camp, for the Nazarene Youth Conference, or NYC next year, and a bunch of other fun events that we've got uh, kind of circulating in the pumps. We're going to be selling tacos, selling lemonade, fruit, obviously washing cars. So bring a dirty car and an empty belly and uh, help support our youth group. Uh, there is always a place for you to, to kind of serve and help get these teens uh, and kids to these events. The next day, June 26th, we have our Joy, or Just Older Youth, our senior citizen group, will be hosting their potluck uh, after the second service in the gym. So bring your favorite dish to share, because you guys know how potlucks work. Also on June 26th, so later on in that day at 5 p.m., uh, we have an open house and barbecue. Everybody is invited. The open house is to allow everyone to walk through the church and see how God has blessed us through our remodel. The cafe, missions area, and children's area, all the rooms that Majesta painted, uh, we're going to show them all off to you guys and let you see what uh, we have been able to do uh, to faithfully honor God through our remodel. Food will be provided. <coughs> Coming into July, July 8th, 9th, and 10th, we have our home away from home retreat. <laughs> That's right. Kenzie claps, y'all can jump in. It's $280 per room. Adult meals are $72. Child meals are $55. Day prices are available. The signups and payments are handled online. There was an email sent out with the link, but if you have any problems or any questions, you can uh, contact the church office. The rooms are going quickly, so please sign up as soon as you can if you want to be spending the night there. Sunday, July 3rd, we are combining our services into one big service at 10 a.m. So for everybody here, show up a little bit later. <laughs> Afterwards, uh, at 5 p.m., we will be celebrating the 4th of July at Le Hicks Junior Park, or Les Hicks Junior Park. Pick your pronunciation. Uh, it's the same place as we've gone the last few years. Bring a side dish to share and come join us for fellowship, food, and fun. <clears throat> July 18th to 21st, we've got Home Church Kids Camp. Thank you, Kenzie. 
uh, at Davis Creek Campground. It's uh, $200 per child. It is for children aged 6 to 12. There's a sign-up sheet at the kids' check-in counter. There's a $50 registration fee due at sign-up, and you can sign up until July 11th. Also, as you walked into the sanctuary, you probably noticed a table full of mugs representing Father's Day. So, happy Father's Day, everybody. Or, you know, to those who it applies. <laughs> um, we have new mugs. They are $3, which is a crazy good deal. And we are taking all of the proceeds from that and putting it into the youth fund. So, if you would like to support our youth and get an awesome mug, give us $3 and you get that mug. If you want to just support the youth a little bit more, you can go on in and throw it in a little bit extra. We're all okay with that. But please check out those mugs. It's an awesome design. Uh, it's got a fishing pole uh, representing the circle around the H. It's fantastic. At this time, we are going to go into a time of our giving and uh, singing worship. So we want to take this moment to thank everybody who has been uh, faithful in their tithes and their offerings. We offer three ways to give your tithes and offerings to this church. You can do it in person in the back of the sanctuary. You can do it online through our website. Or you can do it by mail through your mailbox or your local post office. You guys know how mail works. <coughs> And if I could have everybody bow their heads as we go into a time of prayer. Father, we are so thankful to be able to gather here in your name. To hear our pastor's message and have him bring, bring us the word that you have put on him. And we are so thankful to be able to celebrate who you are through our song, through our finances. We ask that you take all of these gifts that you multiply them, and that you use them for your kingdom on earth. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Let's stand to our feet, church. Let's worship the king this morning. What an honor and a privilege it is to be in God's house this morning. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Your forgiveness is like sweet, sweet honey on my lips yeah your forgiveness is like sweet sweet honey on my lips sing it out church your forgiveness your forgiveness is like sweet Down these desert roads, water for my thirst. 
thirsty, so I need you. You know, this song always rang true for me, but I'll be honest with you, when I got out of the plane into Texas, talking about desert roads and Lord, I need you, I felt like a crispy critter. I'm telling you, but you know what's crazy is there's people going through life, living in Alaska, but yet spiritually needing God. Amen. Let's sing us out. God, I'm on my knees again. God, I'm begging, please again. I need you. Oh, Lord, I need you. Walking down these desert roads, water for my thirsty soul. I need you. Oh, Lord, I need you. Your forgiveness. Your forgiveness. Yeah, what's up? It's like sweet, sweet honey. Like the sound of the symphony to my ears. It's like holy water on my skin. Yeah. Dead man walk is safe to say. I want to know about being born again. I need you. Oh, Lord, I need you. Sound girls in 
is like sweet, sweet honey on my lips. It's like the sound of symphony to my ear. It's like holy Yeah. 
And as I walk through the shadow, your love surrounds me. There's nothing to fear now, for I am safe with you. So when I fight, I fight on my knees With my hands lifted high Oh God, the battle belongs to you Every fear I lay at your feet I will sink through the night Oh God, the battle belongs to you And if you are for me, who can be against me? For Jesus, there is nothing impossible for you. When all I see are the ashes, you see the beauty. You see the empty tomb. Yes, no. So when I fight, I fight on my knees. When my hands lifted high, oh God, that all belongs to you. Every fear I lay at your feet, I'll sing through the night. Oh God, that all belongs to you. So when
Father, we need you every day. We are so thankful that you fight our battles for us because we know in the long run you win. And Heavenly Father, we want to bless your holy name today and thank you for all of the fathers that are here this morning. We ask you to bless them in a powerful way. And Lord, for those of us who don't have a father here, how thankful we are that we have you, our Heavenly Father, who is with us always. Amen. And Lord, we do pray that today you will bless our pastor as he gives the message to us. We know, Lord, that you have prepared him for such a day as this. And so we ask a mighty blessing upon him. We pray that as he delivers the message you have given to him, that it will come to each and every one of us to understand you more fully and the love that yes, you God. give to us all. And so, Jesus, we do pray these things in your name. Come now. Amen. Amen. So when I fight, I fight on my knees. With my hands lifted high, oh God, the battle belongs to you. Every fear I lay at your feet, I'll sing through the night, oh God, the battle belongs to you. So when I fight, so when I fight, I fight on my 
You may be seated this morning. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, musicians and singers. We so appreciate you. You may be seated as well. Thank you so very much. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, church, it is so good to be back in Sparks, Nevada. Can I get an amen? Uh, Texas was wonderful. Met up with a lot of pastors down there. Wonderful, good people. Um, hospitality out of this world kind of people. Um, but let me just say it was hot. It was hot. And, uh, but it was an amazing time. I, I went to the guitar center just like I come here sometimes. And I, I'll, I'll go check out some new equipment and things. Because and, one of my passions, as you know, is music. And I'm down there and I'm playing uh, this song, Revelation song, I'm worshiping God by myself, just slowly just kind of playing in this little room. Next thing I know, the room is full of people, and we're all worshiping, singing Revelation to God in Texas. Amen. Amen. And what was so cool <clears throat> is we're singing, we're praising. This kid, he's kind of, you can tell he's really shy. He's just to himself, and he's sitting there. But you could tell, you could just sense he's a good, a good teen. He's a, he, he has a good heart. He's, he wants to do right in life, and he's sitting there, and he's like... Um, what church do you go to? And I said, well, I go to a uh, home church of the Nazarene in Sparks. And he says, really? He goes, I'm a Nazarene. And all of a sudden, I said, really? He says, yeah, my mom's a deacon in the Nazarene church here locally. And so I, just, a, just a small world, and it reminded me that we're not alone. We are not alone. Uh, and and um, it was just a beautiful time. Many of you asked what happened, what did Carlos do down there, uh, besides getting screamed at by the uh, sergeants of, of uh, the military. Um, what an amazing time. Um, uh, I want to try, hopefully next week, try to put a little video together of what happened. Obviously, I wasn't there, but um, we'll see if we can do that, if we can make that happen, uh, to kind of just give you a report on what happened there. Um, so God is good. Amen. Again, uh, my name is uh, Pastor Carlos. If you're joining with us online um, and those who subscribe to the channel in Texas, I know you're two hours away. So just a shout out to you. I know you said you'd be watching this morning. So we want to say thank you. Welcome uh, to home church. Amen, church. Amen. Amen. Um, go ahead and turn to Proverbs this morning. We're going to be in the book of Proverbs. Earlier this week, my kids asked me what I wanted for Father's Day and uh, what I wanted to eat for Father's Day, and that was hard to answer because I got everything I want. I have everything I, I, I need, and uh, it was, it was kind of tough to, to, to answer that. But I could, if I, if I was honest, I could tell them what I didn't want. I don't want another tie. I don't want more underwear. No more socks. Uh, you know, um, I got plenty of those. So I want to talk about the gifts you can give your father on Father's Day. And I came to the conclusion, the realization, what you can give a father, I believe, goes beyond what you can purchase with money. Um, that's, that's what I'm thinking. A while ago, I was reading the book of Proverbs while we were in uh, San Diego at Point Loma, uh, kids quizzing, and I was reading, and all of a sudden, God quickened me um, about fathers for this service, for today. Um, what to give your father. What to give your father figure. Um, what to give your spiritual father. Um, what to give your grandfather. If you're Italian, what to give your godfather. There's a father's all over the place. Um, this morning is going to be more like a Bible study. Um, and if you're joining with us online, I normally don't do this, but it's about Bible study this morning. 
We're not going to just look at a couple verses. We're going to be looking at a lot of different verses in Proverbs. So I'm bringing Bible study to you. Someone say, thank you, Pastor. You You don't come to Thursday night Bible study. I'm bringing it to you this morning. (laughs) Amen. Amen. Um, Normally, I have three points, uh, three-point sermons. That's just how what I do. But today is going to be eight points. So just give me a couple hours and we'll be out of here. <laughs> Hope you didn't have lunch plans. Let me give you the first five things to, uh, not to give. I want to I talk about what not to give a father on Father's Day and any day. Number one, don't give him foolishness. Someone say foolishness. <laughs> don't give him foolishness. The, the word in Hebrew right here for foolish uh, is mentioned several times. It means stupid or silly. I wonder if there's anyone here or online who's ever done something stupid or silly. Thank you, sister, for your honesty. We've got one, one honest heart in the house. Anybody else? Anybody here done anything silly? Proverbs chapter 17, it says, uh, this is where we find two verses close together that talk about foolishness. Uh, chapter 17, verse 21 right here. Chapter 17, verse 21. He who begets a scoffer does so to his sorrow. And the father of a fool has no joy. A fool steals joy from his father. When a father has a child who does foolish things, it takes his joy. Uh, chapter 17, verse 25, let's go right here. A foolish son is a grief to his father. Chapter, nine, thir- chapter 19, 13, I'm, gonna just, I'm just going to go through these. A foolish son makes, a foolish son is the ruin of his father. And the contentions of a wife are continual dripping. That's for another day. Sorry, I don't know how that got in there. I apologize, ladies. We won't talk about that today. Foolish things, silly things take your father's joy. It gives him grief. It represents ruin to him. So whatever you give your father, don't give your father, your grandfather, your father figure foolishness. Number two, don't mistreat him or rob him. There's a few verses that deal with this right here. Chapter 19, verse 26. He who mistreats his father and chases away his mother is a son who causes shame and brings reproach. When you mistreat your father... Your mother, you bring shame and reproach. Proverbs 28, verses 24, this point about robbing. Whoever robs his father or his mother and says it is no transgression, the same is a companion to a destroyer. Here's here's someone taking from their father, taking from their grandfather, and saying it's no big deal, they're just family. It's no big deal taking resources, taking time, taking energy from their father, and whatever, whether we realize or not, there are people doing it all the time, and God says it brings shame, it brings reproach. You are a companion to a destroyer. God does not want us to walk down this path. Number three, don't curse your father. I find this one very interesting right here, Proverbs 20.20. Proverbs 20.20, whoever curses his father or his mother, his lamp will be put out in deep darkness. 
The word cursed right here means despised, to make light of, to hate him. And the scripture says, don't do this. Here's the consequences. The verse says, if you curse your father, you curse your mother. If you curse your father, your lamp will be put out in deep darkness, which means when you need light in the deepest, darkest moments of your life, it'll be put out. When you, need, when you need insight, when you need some revelation, when you need to know, man, what should I do in this moment right now? I got no one to call. I got no one to talk to. What, what do I need to do? Your light will be put out. When you need a sense of direction, and you might not be able to get that from your father because maybe you and your father aren't, aren't maybe seeing eye to eye to some things, but your, your lamp will not be put out because you have not cursed your father. There's a big difference. There are, you know, there's parents, sometimes they distance themselves from their children, but as long as you as a child respect your father and your mother and you pray for them and you don't curse them and you still honor them and you give them to God, God says your light will not be put out. But then you talk to some people, whether they're teenagers, kids, or adults, and it's like there is no direction. There's no discernment. You're like, how could you make the, the, and you got to wonder at some point in their life, they curse their parents. They curse their father, and God put their light out. They're in deep darkness. They're lacking vision. 2020. Someone got it. I want when you talk to some people that there's no clarity there. But when you're in a very dark point of life, you, you don't know which way to go. And somewhere down the course of their life, they, they cursed their father. They cursed their mother. They cursed. Chapter 30, verse 11. There is a generation that curses its father. There's a generation that curses its father. Actually... They not only hate their father, I, I believe, and some of you can agree with me on this one, they don't even like the concept of fatherhood. They don't like fathers. Studies have shown that when you're a father, an affectionate father and a supportive, it greatly affects a child's cognitive and social development. It also installs an overall sense of well-being and self-confidence and the study goes of, of those who had fathers, good fathers, and, um, and what, the, what those kids did in life and the ones who didn't. I was watching a wedding once, and uh, it was, I've never seen anything like this. The, uh, the, the bride goes to toss the, uh, the bouquet. She tosses the bouquet, and all the ladies in the house go crazy over this bouquet. And it, this thing is shredded to pieces. Um, and the lady who grabs it, another one takes it from her, steals it from her. Like, nope, that's mine. And I mean, they're just going crazy. Well, then the, the groom takes the, 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 uh, the gardener, what's it called? The, guard, the garter, takes the garter, throws it over his shoulder, and the guys stand there. <laughs> and watch it fall to the floor. I'm like, <laughs> they, they just watch it drop. And, 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 and I'll be honest, I mean, inside, was, I was, I was, it was hilarious. But another part of me, 
I was, I was heartbroken. Whoever catches this symbolically is the next to be married. And they're saying, these guys are saying, I don't want to get married. I don't want to be married. And marriage is the first step to fatherhood. It should be. It should be. Thank God for his grace. It should be. It, 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 that, that's the first step to fatherhood is marriage. And these guys are saying, I don't want to get married. And I'll be honest with you, women. I'll be honest with you. Some guys don't want, most guys don't want to get married. Why buy the milk when you can get it for free? Thank you, sister, for one name. Amen. Anyways, moving forward. Father's Day, sorry. Number four, right here. We're going to go, we're going to go right here to, just to the verse first. Whoever keeps the law is a discerning son, but a companion of gluttons shames his father. Wow. Here's what, 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 what brings shame to your father. Your father who worked so hard. Your grandfather who's worked so hard all his life. This is what brings shame to him. It's when a child has companions of gluttons. The Hebrew means, that, that when, when, I, when I thought the word gluttons, I was thinking something else. But right here, in this Hebrew word means someone who has loose morals and who, and who is worthless. Someone who has loose morals and is worthless. Please don't bring to your father's house, to your grandparents' house. I don't care if you're an adult in this place. Don't bring to your father's house someone who is a glutton. Loose morals, worthless. I was telling my boys a few weeks ago. I'll tell them again this morning. Make sure when you're of age, make sure she is serving the Lord. Thank you, brother. Make sure she is sir. Make sure she has a relationship with God. Make sure. Please don't be bringing no hoochie mama spandex wearing everything exposed to my to my house of somebody of interest to you and to my daughter and to all the daughters. Make sure he's serving the Lord, that he loves God. That his relationship with, with the Lord, that he wants to do better in life. He has a vision. He wants to go somewhere. He is a, you know, I'm not saying perfect, but somebody that, that wants to do something for the Lord. Someone that's serving God. Amen. Don't be bringing anybody with loose morals. Someone who's worthless. Make sure the people you are hanging out with don't have loose morals. Number five, don't mock your father. Somebody say mock. Don't mock your father. It means, right here, this word mock means to imitate in a bad manner. Proverbs 30, 17. The eye that mocks his father and scorns obedience to his mother, the ravens of the valley will pick it out and the young eagles will eat it. Wow. We can be on this scripture all day, but right here, very simple. When you're doing this, when you're, dis, when, when you're mocking your father in a bad way, your eye will be plucked out, eaten by an eagle. You'll lose a sense of direction, and you'll never get it back. God can help you through things, but there's, there's a sense of direction that you will never get back. Don't give him foolishness. Don't rob him. Don't mistreat him. Don't, don't curse him. Don't bring him gluttonous companions. Don't mock him. Can somebody say amen? amen? So what can you give your father? Your 
spiritual father, your father figure, your grandfather, your God. What can you bring your father for Father's Day and every day? What can you give your father? Number six, listen to him. If you want to know what you can get your dad for Father's Day, keep the gift and listen to what he's trying to tell you. Listen to what your dad is telling you to do. Chapter 1, verse 8. My son, hear the instruction of your father. Chapter 4, verse 1. Hear, my children, the instruction of a father and give attention to no understanding. Proverbs 23, 22. Listen to your father who begot you. They say all the same thing. Listen and hear. Listen Listen, 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 Linda, listen. Linda, listen. Linda, listen. I could tell who watches YouTube and who doesn't. Okay, all right. Listen to your father, which means to obey. Obey your father. Obey your mother. Obey. Listen to your father. Please, teenager, don't don't have your dad have to ask you twice. Listen to what he's telling you. I was hoping one teenager would say amen, but it's okay. Maybe Matt can help them out. Just do what he asks. Number seven, show him wisdom. Show your father wisdom. You can show your dad you have wisdom. Proverbs 10.1, a wise son makes a glad father. Proverbs 15.20 says the same exact thing. A wise son makes a glad father. Proverbs 29, verse 3, whoever loves wisdom makes his father rejoice. Let me tell you what this word wisdom means. It shocked me because when I read it, I had my own understanding of wisdom, but this wisdom right here in the Hebrew means this right here, the original meaning right here. It means intelligence and skillfulness. Someone say intelligent. Someone say skillful. Skillful. Here's what it means. You, You have studied and learned and you have been skillful, and whatever that thing is in your life, whatever you're calling your passion, you've been skillful at it. If, if it's crafts, if it's whatever that is, whatever you have, whatever your passion is, your, your burden, your purpose, you, you've studied it, you've learned it, you've worked it, you're skillful at doing it. And it says right here, the scripture says it makes a father glad. It makes a father, it causes him, it causes your father to rejoice. It causes your grandfather to, there's something inside that just rejoices. wisdom you have wisdom number eight show him righteousness Proverbs 23 24 the father of the righteous will greatly rejoice the father of one who does right will rejoice I love that verse The father of the righteous will greatly rejoice. Someone someone who does right, the father will rejoice. But how many know it's it's hard to treat your earthly father right, whether he's done good or bad to you? It's hard to treat him right when you're not treating your heavenly father right. It's hard to, it's hard to respect and honor your father, your grandfather, 
when you yourself are not honoring God the Father. We forget sometimes we have a Father in heaven who, who loves us more than any earthly father could ever love. Who loves you more than anything. The question I have for, for those who are upset at their father, who, have, who need to forgive their father, how are you treating your heavenly father? Some are cursing God the Father. Some are hanging out with loose moral people. Some are mocking God. Not listening and obeying, not applying wisdom. The wisdom he gives to our lives. But I thank God we serve a God who gives us another chance. And another chance. And another chance. But a quick question as I close. What, what have we gotten God the Father for Father's Day? And every day. I say this morning, church, let's give the Father what he really wants. Let's listen. Show him that we want his wisdom. And that we want to be righteous. Let's give the Father what he wants this morning. There are people here this morning who's your father's aren't here with you anymore. And I just want to send you an encouragement. I don't want to put people on the spot, but there's many people in this room and second service whose fathers aren't here with us anymore. And I want to remind you, your father is up in heaven looking down on you. And I believe you can still honor your father, father in heaven. Amen. God bless you those who are fatherless because God says I am a father to those who are fatherless. He's a father to the fatherless. Amen. Let's bow our heads church this morning. God bless each and every one of you this morning. What a blessing and an honor it is to be here in God's house on Father's Day with you all. Um, it's a tremendous honor and blessing to preach the word this morning to fathers and to um, daughters and sons. This morning, uh, the call is, uh, are you giving the Father for Father's Day what he, what he really wants? And so this morning, I want to make a call to everyone here before you leave this place. And if you're watching with us online, you can say, Pastor, I'm not right with God. I don't want to leave this place Father's Day um, um, 
without knowing the Father. I want to know the Father this morning. I want to honor the Father. I want the Father in my life. Maybe this morning you've uh, been disrespectful to your earthly father. Maybe you need to forgive your father. Uh, there is freedom. There is freedom in this place when you come to a place in your life and you say, I forgive my father. There will be freedom. Your heart, your heart that breaks and hurts, your heart that is torn. There's there's a love, there's something I can't explain that happens to you this morning. God, the Father is here to help you with whatever is going on there. And so this morning, the first call is uh, the call of salvation, uh, the, the step, the, the taking that step uh, to the road of sanctification. This morning, you want to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You say, Pastor, I'm not right with God. No one's looking around. Just you and God right now. You say, Pastor, pray for me. Lift your hand. I want to receive Jesus as my Lord and Savior on his hearts. Anybody at all? Anybody at all? God's, God's here this morning. God sees that hand. Amen. God sees that hand. Hallelujah. Anybody else? Say, Pastor, I'm not right with God. I want Jesus in my heart. I want him in my life. I don't want to die today and not be able to make heaven my home. Pastor, pray for me. Lift your hand this morning. Some honest hearts, some children lifting their hands this morning. Hallelujah. Anybody else? God sees that hand. You can put the hand down. Hallelujah. Amen. What a beautiful thing. We got children lifting their hands to receive Christ to be their Lord and Savior. Hallelujah. Those who raise their hands, if you want to just look at me for a second. You raised your hand. You raised your hand. Did you mean it? Did you mean it? Okay. I'm going to need, I'm going to need three, three ladies to pray. Um, if I could have you come up, sister, come up right here. You come up to the altar right there. And you can you come up and you can at the altar. Anybody else, if you want to receive Jesus, I need three ladies to come and pray. Uh, you raise your hand. I want you to come to the altar too. Pray for these young ladies here. This is the future of our church. Amen. And uh, we want to pray. These young women have want, want, to, want to receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior this morning. Thank God for honest hearts. Hallelujah. Yes, Jesus. We're going to take this time right now. Maybe you need to forgive your father. Maybe you need to you, 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 need some, let some, you need to let some things go at the altar. You're right with God. You're serving the Lord. But maybe there's something in you. You say, you know what? God, I need to give this to you. I need to let this go. Uh, we're going to open the altars and have, we're going to have some time of prayer. So you can come down. I want to encourage you to come down and leave it at the altar this morning. Do that as we pray. Continue praying in your seat. Pray for someone next to you. Get a hold of God this morning. Don't let this moment go by. Amen.
Let's all stand, church, this morning. Hallelujah. Actually, no, hold on. Oh I got to do this. Everyone remain seated real quick. Just sit down. Yeah. yeah we gotta, we're going to, who needs to go to a fitness connection when you got church fitness here? Amen. I want all the fathers to stand first. Fathers in the house, please stand. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, fathers. So appreciate you all. You know, I got to be honest. It's crazy. Like, remain standing, please. Remain standing. You're a father in this place. I, I just want to say, I appreciate you. I appreciate your faithfulness. It's hard to find, uh, is, is, you know, uh, anyone can be a father, but it takes someone special to be a dad. And that's why we call you dad, because you're very special. And whether you have children or not, you could be that father figure. You could be that person that that teens look up to, someone looks up to, a teenager looks up to. There was a time in my life when my father was away. He was, I had no, no, there was nothing there. And there were men in my life that I can go to and I look to that helped me, that were, they were, they were pillars in my life. They were, they were dads, whether they realized it or not. And so wish your father a happy Father's Day. Wish him a Father's Day. Amen. And uh, to all the dads who are serving right now in the back, I would encourage you to go say Happy Father's Day to them. Um, and so let's all stand this morning. Thank you for your faithfulness to God's house. Um, be blessed today. Um, let's all bow our heads. Let's pray. Uh, if I could have my brother, uh, Bill Cole, if you could come down and say a blessing over uh, this place this morning. Amen. We're so thankful for today and the so many blessings you gave us and for you being our Heavenly Father and a dad to all of us. We, we, we just are so blessed with everything you've given us and we do our best, Lord, to live out your word and your life and your goals for us and be a meaningful dad and a meaningful father, and just bless all the fathers, all the dads, everyone here and those that aren't with us. Uh, give them peace, give them grace, and we just are so appreciative of, again, the many blessings you continue to give us over and over again. In his name we pray, amen. Amen. Thank you. Be blessed. Hopefully you guys get a mug. Uh, this Father's Day, this is the Father's Day mug. Please go get one for our teens and our children. They would greatly appreciate it. Amen. Thank you.